0: hello james hi mike we made it to a hundred episodes gentlemen oh no yeah that's that's (laughs) a good thing are you ready
1: this is the last one then right this is the The last one
0: then it's 99 episodes are you ready yeah (laughs) yeah we're the defective characters three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery hey i'm mike i'm dennis and James here. The opinions are around. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship today. We'll be sharing our experience on family in episode 100 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, guys.
1: Hello. So, why aren't we having like some big blowout celebration with like celebrity guests and we are. fireworks and stuff? We are.
0: We are. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, you brought you brought the birds. It sounds like so that's cool.
1: Yep, oh, they're here. Birds. So, I don't know so, where they are, but they're here. Wait
0: are. Is that J- James? Did you bring the birds? Who brought them?
1: No, oh, they're huh? def- they're definitely in my house.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But I don't see them.
0: <laughs>
1: so. Them, but...
0: So this is uh this is big stuff. Hundred episodes, man. So it's it's been just under two years since we've been doing this. Wow, I know, right?
1: Hard to believe.
0: It is. It is totally, totally hard to believe. And
1: we haven't wow. skipped. We haven't skipped a week yet.
0: We have not missed a week. We've done some where it's been pretty much live. So as you're hearing it, like thirty minutes later, it goes up if you listen right away. Um, but I don't think we missed a week, and uh, some weeks we had two episodes, so, so yep. that was uh, that was extra special. So why don't we start with you, James, since you were first to connect on with us. How's the last week been? How is everything?
2: Ohana means family.
1: It does.
2: <laughs> and um, I've been spending the last week with my family, specifically my two teenage boys who I've been blessed with to, um, get the last, uh, couple of weeks of summer school together for the first and last time, because one is a freshman and the other is a senior. So I'm kind of grateful that, uh, my oldest is going to be able to do his senior year actually in person at high school. And, uh, the youngest will actually be able to start his freshman year, uh, not online, but in school. I think it makes a difference, you know, being in person and just socializing. I think this last year has been, I don't know, kind of rough for them. They've, they've developed some habits where they, um, they go to sleep late and they're on the computer and um, the internet a lot more than they probably would have been if they were out, uh, you know, socializing. But um, other than that, you know, it's been a great week. Um, You know, I've just been, uh, my role as a parent has just been one of loving and and nurturing and listening and then, you know, giving them good advice and if they take it, great, but not really being a a rule pusher, like, hey, this is going to happen if you don't do this because I've been through this, so you should do this, but... I'm really not going to give you a hard time if you don't, you know, because when I think about it, my father gave me good advice all the time, um, and a lot of times I did not take it, and I had to go through my own stuff, so, um, I don't know, It's it's been great, it's been a, it's been a good week, and um, I do have to, these next four days I'm with them, really try to, I think I might turn the internet off at 12, just so they can at least try to get to sleep at an early hour because they're going to be taking the bus or catching the bus at 6.28 right now they're they're sleeping in until 2 or 2 or 3 but I got some good stories let's go to you Dennis
1: you went to Disney World too
2: I know that's one of the stories, Dennis. Don't ruin it.
1: Oh, okay. My bad. He's gonna he's
2: gonna bring it up as far as family goes. A
1: question it was, I had It was a teaser.
0: Those, yeah, a question <laughs> I had, and then we'll go to Dennis. When uh, when are you bringing them back, James?
2: Um, yeah, good question. Um, I'd like to bring them back for Halloween time, Chris Chris's birthday. Um, but I don't know. When, when when do you gotta drive them back?
0: Sunday. When are you taking them back to Miami? Sunday. Yeah, gotcha. So we'll gotcha. See. Well, good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had that time, and you'll you'll still have a couple more too. That's fantastic. So good. Thanks. Dennis.
1: Um, I don't know. My week has been kind of like blah. I Haven't been feeling too great. Yeah, that's about it. Watch some movies, fight some Minecraft. I built a sharker farm. What? A shalker farm in Minecraft.
2: What will you do with all that storage space?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I put it all in storage.
2: (laughs) Nice. The new Marvel What If?
1: I did watch it. Yep, Agent is Carter it, is or Captain Carter. Just the first episode.
2: And 30 like thirty-three minutes. An
1: minutes. Hour? Like thirty-three minutes with the credits.
2: It's where Peggy becomes it was good, Captain America instead
1: of uh, Steve. Yeah, she actually becomes Captain Britain. Right from the British. from the Britain Corps. Yeah, but yeah. it was good. It was good. The inter- the animation's interesting. The story's great. And it's good to, like, see Peggy Carter again because, like, I love her as a character. She's, like, one of my favorite characters. So it's good that she brought her back and it, like, it'll be interesting to see if, like, if they keep these as standalone or if they introduce them because now the multiverse exists, they could introduce them into, like, movies and stuff going forward. And it kind of looked like they set it up to like introduce Captain Britain into the main MCU, which would be interesting if they did that. Nice. nice. Yeah, those
2: birds, those birds sound like a fire alarm.
0: I know. I know. You do
1: still hear them?
0: Oh, yeah. It sounds like you're in the nest, Dennis. Are you in the nest?
1: I am not. I don't know where their nest is. I don't even are, see any are birds. Are feeding
0: the birds grubs? Don't mess with no. the baby birds. The mother birds is not like that. I found out the easy way.
1: The What's the easy way?
0: <laughs> well, it's definitely not as hard as the hard way. <laughs> okay. Indeed. The hard way is actually getting in the nest and then having them attack me. You know? I saw it in a movie once. So it's That's the easy way. You know? Oh, okay. It's... It's much different. So, um, uh, Dennis and I uh, did some uh, reviews of a movie that I found on Amazon called, "The uh, what is it, Changeland with Seth Green, Breckin Meyer, Uh-oh. Holly Culkin, and a couple other people. And uh, I don't know why. I'm always a sucker for movies. If they're a, like an hour and a half or under, I'm like, sign me up. And the movie was only 89 minutes long. I feel like it felt longer than that, though.
1: Yeah, it was kind of slow. It was on Amazon. Just,
0: yeah, essentially, and maybe I don't know. Maybe I felt like I could relate to it a little bit. The main character, Seth Green, who wrote it and directed it, um, went. It started with him at an airport, and his best friend, played by Breckin Meyer, comes up and. He finds out that Seth Green found his uh, wife cheating on him and he just pretty much left on their anniversary and didn't tell her anything. And Bregan Meyer's like, You hated her anyway, and she hated me and like she was a terrible person. And he doesn't know if he's getting back with her or not and he's trying to rediscover himself. Yeah. So yeah. and they know. went to Thailand. It was
1: filmed in Thailand, which is really cool
0: yeah so if you want to see a movie i thought it was shot pretty good not great but i think the views were the most impressive of the whole thing again it's on amazon it's only 90 minutes long i think it's i think it's pretty good i don't know what it's rated rated r it's not recovery based there is some drinking so if you don't like watching people drink um you know probably want to stay away from that but I always like self-discovery. I feel like they could have done a little bit better of a job. That's a review. And I was glad I was able to watch separately, but watch a movie with, uh, with Dennis this week. That was a treat.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. And I had a pretty interesting week. I connected with, with, uh, Dennis on a James. I didn't want to disturb you cause I know you had your boys. I had a conversation with my girlfriend cause she was struggling With a couple things the last couple weeks. And I don't think was able to actually communicate everything until last Wednesday night. Um, Essentially said she was really concerned about her oldest son who was acting out. He's nine years old. And she wants to try to focus on him. And there's nothing wrong with our relationship. But she said that she feels like maybe living separately would be better. Um, so I I actually I guess was the one that was like, hey, let me move out, figure out your stuff. I'll get a place and if we're supposed to be live, living together again in the future then we will. So um, just like any good alcoholic who's in the program, I think action for me is the most important thing that if i want to change a thought i have to move a muscle so the next morning you know after calling 15 20 apartments and looking at a couple of them i applied for one and i'm moving to waterford lakes um so i got an apartment it has a pool it's pretty cool and i move in on september 2nd um So it's good, you know. Wow! And the best part, yeah, James. Sorry I didn't include you again. I didn't want to disrupt your week with your boys. You're including now. Um. But yeah, so I've other friends said, "Are you sad?" I really don't have any sadness because this this is the most mature thing that I could do. Uh, And there's also some stuff. Olivia's developmental stuff is a little behind. And my girlfriend's having a difficult time because since she's a nurse, she feels like she has to help, but she also doesn't want to step on toes and she's worried about some of that. So I just want to focus on Olivia and again the relationship is great, so nothing backpedals, you know, there. It's not like it's slowing down. It's just now we got then it's a couple more bucks a month, but I will make do and know that god's got me you know so
2: you said waterford lakes yep where's that
0: that is uh it's about the same distance from from you guys it's like 45 minutes okay so and the best part of the whole thing so all the places i called were near where i am right now in the city of Oviedo and they were They didn't have availability. And then I called places right next to my daughter's daycare, uh, which is 10 minutes away from where I am now. And this place is a two and a half minute drive from her daycare. So we couldn't be be any better, honestly, truly. Um, And I was paying for that storage unit. And I know like James, I think we spoke about it on here. Every couple of weeks, you asked me like, hey, did you sell your stuff? Did you sell that stuff? And the best part is now I have the stuff that was in the storage unit. I'm able to cancel it, move it into an apartment, and the space is plenty big enough to fit everything that I have.
2: Yeah. Now um, you only have to sell half of it.
0: Yeah. Now, now on it. Honestly, the the space. I have everything that I need. I don't have to purchase anything, and I don't need a storage unit. So, so that's great. So it works out really well. And um, is there anything else you guys want to catch up on the last week before we jump into family?
2: Um, I went on the Rise of Resistance ride at Map the Hollywood Studios.
0: How was that? Was it? You still had to sign in, or was there still a long line?
2: No, you uh, actually you have to sign in at 7 a.m. on the dot. I can do it from my home, and then it really it closes. Let me see. Right when it turned seven o'clock, I refreshed the page, pressed join, and I became. I was on boarding boarding group seventy two in less than less than a second. That's how fast it fills up. So, but it was so I was able to get on. I heard people in line for different rides. Like, yeah, I I was on at seven, but it filled up, so I couldn't get on it and i was like that's
1: (laughs) That's crazy crazy.
2: yeah it was cool it was the best ride i think i've ever been on it was so interactive like you go on a shuttle from the ground and in the shuttle you're going up to a star destroyer when you when they open the doors you're in a star destroyer it's so cool it's it's amazing but um yeah the kids liked it they were um they, um, it was hot, but we, we, we stood in some lines and, um, a couple of times we're like, Oh, can we go dad? I was like, no, we're waiting for rise of the resistance. You just, I've been waiting two years for this. You guys, <laughs> you guys have been waiting an hour. Just leave me alone. I, I literally right. said that to them. I was like, you're staying. <laughs> I don't
1: care. Yeah. How long was the wait? Like once you got there and started waiting, less cause than, you had a reservation.
2: Less than a half an hour.
1: Oh, okay, that's not bad.
2: I think this boarding group thing is, I don't know, it's its really, it's convenient because you don't have to wait, but, you know, it's yeah, really... It'll fun.
1: just take you two years to get a boarding pass. At
2: yeah. least. I got it on my first try, so I got really lucky. I did say a little prayer before I did it, so maybe that, you know,
0: helped. <laughs> it must have. So, hi how did you come up with uh family what inspired you james when i said anybody thinking of anything was that the first thing that you uh you thought of oh it's just been
2: on my mind all week you know just how much i, I love these kids and how they're always going to be you know part of my life because they're you know my family and then when they have kids you know i can you know be papa jim to their kids and so on <laughs> papa jim.
1: you like that <laughs> okay papa jim <laughs>
0: Not yet. Do you already get that picked out? Is that oh, is yeah. that what you want them to call you? Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if they call you Poppy Jimmy?
2: Well, that's then I'll smack him. Now, oh, okay. Um, that's what my mom's dad was to me, Papa Jim, and he was. I loved him. I loved going to his house. He he always his house would always smell like cigars. He'd always be smoking a cigar. Like and go and sit on his lap. He's like, all right, kids, go play outside. He's just one of those old cool cats that, you know, worked on the ports of Anchorage, Alaska and built all the ports. And, you know, a real working man. That guy, it's hardcore. Oh yeah, he had the old uh tattoos on his arms of the anchor and everything, <laughs> like Popeye.
0: <laughs> That's what I was picturing.
2: Yeah. So So
0: uh, so yes. So so with family, um Trying to think of the first question to easily jump in. We talked about relationships a couple weeks ago, but as far as uh, family goes, you know how people say you can pick your friends, you can't pick your family. I I understand that that's because you know you're blood related, but I think family goes way beyond that. You know, of just people that you're actually related to in your family because some of my friends in the program i've shared this before i don't know what it is about like christmas eve or like before a holiday or on a holiday um going to a meeting sometimes i feel closer to those people and before the pandemic our home group gosh it was so boomingly loud you know when Especially we were in the smaller rooms and it would be, it would just like echo, you know, of how loud those voices are. And it feels closer than even a uh, traditional family.
1: Yeah. They <laughs> went really Ryan... silent there. <laughs>
2: well, I figured somebody yeah. would have something to say. Well, Dennis and is then,
1: probably playing Pokemon. To be fair, I'm not. I was, I was listening <laughs> just when I didn't know if the phone cut out or but not.
0: <laughs> no, my microphone, my microphone phone is live. So, okay. as as far as family, because we talked a couple weeks ago about the relationships uh, that we have. But is there anything moving forward that you're hoping maybe the program uh, will show you and your family? Still, some growth to be had. Uh, in the future, and things you appreciate, Dennis.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think um, when it comes to family, whoa, oh my god, that was a big. Burn. I don't know if y'all heard that. <laughs> that yeah, was that a was a, it, that it, that oh was a big bird. Oh my god. Um, but uh, when it comes to family, it's like you know, it's similar to relationships with me, but there is a lot more complexities there that you that you kind of mentioned where there's like friends that become family but within like the blood family aspect of it unlike we can't like you know my parents are my parents I can't choose who they are and my parents have known me from my birth literally my entire life and seen me grow up and do a bunch of bad stuff and stuff like that and then come back and see and see me get sober and stuff so there's complexities there that like someone that you just meet regularly like isn't gonna have just for the pure fact of the longevity and the experiences you have so like you know like my family when I was out using a lot I was like not really that connected with them like some of them I would talk to every once in a while or I would see him on like Thanksgiving or Christmas when I decided to show up and stuff like that. So there was a really a big distance there. And then when I got older, and once my ki- my sister started having kids and stuff like that, we got a little bit closer to where we, th- we talk a little bit more often and stuff. And then obviously, like my parents, our relationship has changed a lot because I like live with them and have for like several years now. Um, you know, so it's like, you know, it gets over and over time, the like relationship gets repaired or whatever, but it's still like, there's still memories of the past. There's still things that you got to be aware of. There's things that, you know, like I've got to forgive them for and they got to forgive me for without even like thinking about it or talking about it. Um, and then there's like the other aspect of family where when you have a family member who is out there using and is is the one being distant and disconnected and like you know living their own life and like you know as like someone who's gone through that and is sober i want to like reach out and help but then they don't want to receive you know don't want me to reach out and don't reach out themselves and then you know you kind of like left in the In the unknown, you know, like what's happening with them? How are they doing? Whatever. But then that kind of shows me what exactly what the rest of my family went through whenever I was out doing that same thing. So, yeah, I think I've rambled enough for now.
2: I find that what works the best is you grab them by the shoulders and shake them, and then say, "Get sober!" And that you. Yeah,
1: and if the louder you yell, the the more they'll listen to.
2: That works? Yes, it's so good. Sure. Holy
0: smokes. So I've
2: been doing it it wrong, boys. Oh, boy. No, there's a book that tells you how to do it. No, that's not the right way. I I was fibbing. I'm fibbing again, guys. Sorry. Wait, is
1: there a book that tells you how to do it?
2: Oh, yes, I'm not fibbing about that part. Yeah, I'm sure. The book is called Shaky Ground. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Now, um, I want to. You know, when it comes to family, I, I agree with Dennis. Um, you know, when you're out there drinking, you're being selfish, self-centered. The only time I would talk to my family was when I needed uh, money to help pay for bills because I had paid, I'd used all the money on alcohol, and uh, I got to the point where my mom's like why are you calling please don't tell me you want money like you would answer the phone like that um, my sister would not answer the phone and i had a, my younger sister she was always like she, my youngest sister she like i i i borrowed money that i didn't pay back and like i said it would she was like okay that was at one time. She's like, never again. She's she's smart. <laughs> but my, my, my other sister, she kept helping me. She was just sweet. She, uh, but, um, you know, after I, I worked the steps, got sober, I was able to make amends, pay everyone back. Um, I think I shared on this podcast that I um, my youngest sister, I finally paid her back the 300 And then on the plane trip back home, I found the 300 in my bag. Like, she put it back in my bag so you know I waited a little longer and then on her birthday I bought her a $300 switch that she couldn't give back so ha I win you did win um in um June June of this year I finally was able to pay it forward I mean I I could have sent her the cash but I knew she would probably try to send it back again so I I just did $300 switch I thought it was perfect (laughs) and um but anyways i'm what i'm getting at is um you know nowadays i have there's me my two sisters my mom and my dad and we're like the family that all grew up together and we every single morning we all get on a group chat we all have iphones we can do our silly little faces and stuff and we just it's just good morning and how are you doing my dad's like oh i'm going through your comic book collection i've got so many he's like and he'll send me a picture like this one's worth uh twelve hundred dollars i was like cool you can keep
1: oh, it. You
2: do whatever you want <sighs> and um my sister's like i'll take it and just it's just fun stuff you know and then i've got two nieces who are uh you know five and six and i've just been watching them grow up through these group chats and these videos and um, so it's so nice to be able to come back to them and always talk with my you know immediate family every morning. And then I live with my, my wife and her two parents. So she's really got to uh, rekindle her relationship with her parents, who are absolutely wonderful people. Like what a blessing to be married into this family. They are just the, the best people ever. And uh, you know, I'm just surrounded by a loving family. And it's, it's so nice, you know, it's really it's such a blessing these days, and I know that if I was to drink and to, you know, start doing things my own way, there's so much to lose these days, you know, I would be giving all of this up because, you know, people would not want anything to do with me, but as loving as they are, they'd probably, you know, give me a second chance and be like, yeah, you could just go back to rehab or something, but, you know, I don't, it's never going to happen for me because you know, I do the right thing. But I've rambled on long enough. Mm. <laughs>
0: Thank you, James. Yeah. I uh growing up I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Growing up, my cousin who was a couple of years older than me, maybe three or four years older, uh, Gregory, he uh kinda got into some trouble and not great. Yeah, when he was Twelve, he, or maybe even ten, he started hanging out with uh, kids that were, you know, three or four years older than him, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're that age, when a uh, ten-year-old's hanging out with somebody who's fifteen, you know, yeah. it's yeah, it's, a lot of trouble happen. That's that's big. So he started doing <clears throat> that, and he started drinking and uh smoking pot and i'm sure a lot more but he got into trouble one time and he got busted for kicking over uh tombstones and then it just kind of spiraled and he within a year did so much stuff and then it came out that he impregnated a girl who was 16, he was 12. And um, I forget why, but something else came up. It might've been drug related. He had to go away to juvie. And then that ended up being uh, jail as well, that he had to go away when he got older. And I think because of that, cause he was a couple of years older than me. When I started, I smoked pot for the first time, I was 16. So he at that point was already in jail. And I said like, I watched him break into his house to get money, steal his brothers and sisters stuff to then get drugs and, uh, and everything else that I kept my stuff pretty quiet because I didn't want to lose the trust of my family and I think it was if I lived closer to them I have a feeling they probably would have intervened with me but because I was so many miles away you know uh, when my drinking really accelerated I was in the midwest they were in the northeast so it was so far away they didn't see it it wasn't until I got my first DUI and I was just screwed because I I had to pay $5,000 and I had to get a lawyer and a retainer and I didn't have any money and my credit cards were maxed out um, that I called and I borrowed that money from my mother and I've tried pay her back many times and I said mom like let me just I don't have a lot of money right now but let me let me send you $50 a month let me send you 100 and every single time she always like sends it back so I think I'm just going to buy her a bunch of switches like James did and <laughs> just send them so that way she could no I'm, I'm just joking but for real um, the, there are things living immense so whenever I go around her I will find a way to hide money in her house, you know, to hide 50 bucks, 100 bucks here or there, take her out for a meal. Um, because that was the money that she says, like, you know, I was getting money for child support when your dad and I divorced, and you were gone away at school, and he was still giving me that money. So this money's yours anyway, you know? And I understand that parents say that, but I always, like, feel bad, you know? So now I have a living immense, and my relationship with my mother is challenging anyway, just due to a couple of relationships she got into uh, with people that were active in drinking, and they were in and out of the rooms, and then criticizing my program, questioning it. And there was a lot of hurt that happened, but I... Um, I just say a prayer and it prevents me from acting out on, you know, if I feel bad that that's happening, you know, because I knew that when I was at my lowest, um, you know, she, she wanted to help me, you know, and it's kind of tough, you know, like family's always, I, I think I can always have a better relationship with my family. You know, sometimes they don't call me and it's like, well, why, why am I waiting for them to contact me? If I want a relationship, why don't I pick up the phone and do it? Like James is talking about, um, you know, being a great dad today, because as you shared before, James, like there was stuff that you wish that you didn't do in the past, you know, and that's a thing normal parents have add in uh, you know alcoholics and addicts and I think it it amps up you know of of feeling bad about that Um, where else do you want to go with this Dennis
1: I want to go to Disney World duh
2: there's a squirtle next to you get it
1: I don't know Um, yeah I mean I think like family like there's a one of the old timers in our home group uh says regularly like the only thing of value is or real value is relationships and you know i i believe that's really true and like our family are like the ultimate relationships right like they're the ones that are gonna be there like hopefully you know like No matter what happens, if we, like, don't talk to them for a while or whatever, like, they're still your family. And, you know, just, like, regular relationships, like, friendships and co-workers and all that, like, relationships take work. And so, like, like you said, with, like, calling your family or them calling you, it's, like, if you want that relationship to grow, we have to put effort into it, you know? And a lot of times you know we have to look at it as how like we look at other people in the world right like everyone's going out in the world trying to do the best they can most people are pretty self-centered within their own reality just trying to get through the day and they don't have a program that makes them you know introspective or like considerate and stuff like that but us as being in the program and being more aware of what's going on and us having that desire to, to nurture our relationships is like, we are in a position to actually take those steps to like work on it and stuff like that. You know, other people aren't even thinking about it because they got a job to go to. They got work bills. They got to pay. They got all of this other stuff, you know, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But, uh, But it's rewarding because like you know we have this no matter how much we want to say like we don't like seek the approval of other people or whatever we do seek the approval of our parents we don't want to make our parents upset you know we don't want to like our siblings to do bad or anything like that no matter how strained that relationship is there is still that connection there you know so it's rewarding when that can when that's when everyone's doing well, you know.
0: I like that, Dennis. James, did you have anything else to wrap up? I know we talked, to, like I said, about relationships as well. I just want to kind of be a counterpart and appreciation that, um, you know, I guess I'll have seven years sobriety in uh, September, God willing, and the relationship that I have with you and and Dennis even though we don't share uh share blood i i feel closest to you guys because we'll be able to share everything else and leave it out on the table
2: you know on this podcast
0: particularly
2: yeah uh, agreed you know with you two i come to you um with anything and everything that's that's really going on and um you know i try not to keep stuff bottled up and um you know, I certainly think that with my family, you know, and my um, my immediate family and my my new family, it's. I think I can be open about most things. Some things, you know, you, you don't. you you're, I can be embarrassed about, but in the end, every the light. So. Um, you know, it's it's really refreshing to have friends like you who I can call family, and you know, a, a family where you know my actions like you said they speak for themselves you know today I have integrity today I do what I'm gonna say so my my family trusts me and it, it just works works great and it's amazing to me that you know with all the stuff that I've put my family through uh, including my children my ex you know that there's they all still love me and they care about me and, children just love me and they care about me you know family and the power of love and family is a powerful tool i love that Good. dennis
0: thanks for being you buddy
1: you're welcome
0: squirtle squirtle um, 100 episodes guys we did it
1: woohoo let's eat the cake
0: is, is it how you thought it would feel
1: Yes. No. I no. thought the cake would be bigger.
0: Oh yeah. I mean this cake is really shitty, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's all it's all stale and this fondant frosting is not cut it.
1: <laughs> James worked 3 days on that cake.
0: I know that I know that you wanted to do the fondant cuz it would you'd be able to
2: style it the way you wanted, but I'm just thoroughly unimpressed. I'm yeah. going to go watch Downton Abbey now.
1: Really? Yeah, well, you sure. haven't finished Downton Abbey? What do you What do you want?
2: I just started on my episode 2.
1: Oh, it's Everybody so dies. good.
0: Everybody
2: dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> You've seen it, Dennis? There's like six seasons.
1: Yeah, I finished it up this year, yeah. Wow, you
0: guys, you guys are something else.
1: There's a movie too.
2: I didn't yeah. even... it was just uh, when I turned Netflix on it was the first thing so I was like okay this looks good looks like Harry Potter PBS approved I I
1: enjoyed it I I loved Dalton Abbey I think it's a great show of course you
2: did (laughs) of course you did
1: Julian Fellows you know Julian Fellows is in the parliament in the UK
0: nobody nobody cares about these people do people care about these people which one's Julian Fellows
1: he's the guy that created the show and a bunch of other shows
0: Ryan Fellows, wasn't that the guy that, uh, on SNL that, we um, whatchamacallit, uh, no, You're, uh, Tracy Morgan? you're thinking of Dave Filion. That's what I'm thinking of. That's right. <laughs> he was on. Uh,
1: Dave uh, Filion is in, is a Star Wars guy.
0: Right? That's yep. right. Dave Filoni. Oh. Phony baloney. Well, let's wrap this up, guys. 100 episodes. I think we can hang out for another 100 more. Right? Okay, as long as we don't add video.
2: No.
1: <laughs> no they, no one wants to, to see their, us.
0: They don't have to put on put on actual clothes. I
1: don't want to do yeah. that. No. Right.
0: We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, ranked, and hope with you on episode 101, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects from which, remember, <laughs> family is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you have till it's gone.
1: <laughs> it's so we'll see, see you next time. Is that, <laughs> that's
0: good. That uh, right?
1: works. I, I think I don't. I think you got the quotes wrong. sure. No.
0: It's okay. progress, not perfection. <laughs>